Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey there, welcome into another episode of the Low Limit Cash Games Podcast. This is, uh, to my knowledge, the only podcast that was born, created, generated exclusively with the goal of helping you beat the lowest stakes at your card room or your home game. So if that's one two no limit, one three no limit, fifty cent a dollar, whatever, I'm here for you. Uh, thanks for all the feedback, by the way. If you have positive feedback or negative feedback or you have a question or something you'd like to say, you do that on social media. So follow Low Limit Cash Games Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and use the uh, DM features for for the respective whichever one you choose. Just do them both. Shoot me your messages that way. I'd greatly appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe. And then uh, finally, make sure you visit the sponsors of the podcast. Number one, LowLimitCashGames.com. It's some of the highest quality, best training you'll find anywhere at a super cheap price to get you crushing one, two, or one, three, no limit, or 50 cent, one dollar. Um, uh, so LowLimitCashGames.com for that. And then uh, just a drill, a great drill trainer. You want to drill some hands. You want to you, you want to learn how to play five, six suited from under the gun. Can it be profitable? Can I figure out a way to make it profitable? Can I get good at playing it? Well, sit down at a table and tell it to deal you five, six suited under the gun, and that's all you'll play. You can literally play 500 hands of five, six suited under the gun until you're the best five, six suited under the gun player ever. Uh, advancedpokertraining.com slash low limit and when you check out if you'll use promo code low limit all lowercase all one word you'll get about 25% discount another little bonus for you once you do that and you get your confirmation email or whatever uh, forward a screenshot of that to me on social media and say hey here's this here's my name I just bought and here's the receipt or confirmation and I'll send you a link to a, a free a training video that I created just for you to help you use it and become better. Use it like I use it because I'm a paying. I don't get it for free. I pay. <laughs> I pay for it just like you. It's worth every dollar. Trust me. All right. Last week we did um, things you can control, right? So you're playing poker. You have all these things you can control. You have 100% control over. And whether you choose to exercise that control in the best way possible and the most consistent way possible will greatly determine how successful you are at poker. I think likewise, equally, and maybe even more important are things you can't control. I mean, just a good part of it is just understanding you can't control them. I mean, it's if nothing else is going to help your mental health. It's going to help your focus. It's going to help your understanding of the game and navigating the tough waters, which is trying to consistently win, playing no limit, hold them. It's a tough. It's tough to do it. Like I, I say this a lot of the times. Um, um, the the process and everything to become a winning player at one two no limit is simple, but it's not easy. And why is it not easy? Well, if it's so simple, it should be easy. No, no, no. It's simple, but it's not easy because we're human. And we're greatly flawed, and we have things like ego, and we have things like <laughs> tilt, and you know we have things like I don't know. There's just many things that are all 
part of our human nature that go against being a consistent winner and things things we have to battle. And a lot of these things on my list of things you can't control, uh, we'll address that. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it, shall we? Things you can't control when playing poker. Number one, you can't control the hands that someone else plays. It annoys you that the guy played 7-4 offsuit and he hit runner-runner trips to beat your pocket aces or whatever. So be it. You can't control that. You don't have any control over what hands he plays. And as far as that goes, you should be deliriously happy that the guy's in there going to battle with you when you have aces and he has 7-4 because you're just going to kill him. You didn't kill him in this hand. But the more hours you can play with him, the more you're going to crush his soul. So, you don't get upset about it. You don't tell him what a donkey he is. You don't throw your cards across the table. You don't sit there mumbling about how you're the most unluckiest person in the entire world. You just understand that it's part of the game. This guy chooses bad cards to play. And we're glad that he does. And we don't have any control over it. That's the most important thing. It doesn't even matter how you feel about it. I mean, you should feel the right way. Because it's going to judge how you navigate the rest of that session. But it doesn't even matter, though, really. If you feel the right... It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. You can't control what somebody else plays. It's their money. They brought it. They play what cards they want to play, how they want to play them. Forget about it. Next thing on the list of things you can't control are the bets that other people make. Guy bluffed you on a river and showed you and it tilted you? Oh, well. (laughs) Uh, going back to last week, things you can control, whether you fold or don't fold, that's up to you. That's things you control. You're in control of that. What you're not in control is the bet that he made. He made a bet. He bluffed you, whatever. Whatever the case may be. You know, is the guy betting too much? Is he raising too much? You don't like that he came to your table and he's making it $40 to go pre-flop and you're mad about it? Why are you mad about it? He's deviating from an appropriate strategy in such an extreme way that you should be able to rather quickly identify a counter strategy that will crush his soul if a guy's opening to forty dollars what do you do well you just tighten up super tight and you just three bet him with aces kings ace king ace queen suited uh you know tens plus nines plus or whatever uh you get in there and you just don't his soul because he's he's just raising way too much and so you're not playing any more ace five suited or 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 five six suited or seven eight suited. You're not playing any of that. You're not playing any unsuited broadways. You're getting in there with pocket nines plus ace king and ace queen or maybe just suited or maybe ace queen, and that's what you're getting in there with, and you're going to battle with them. Next on the list, you can't control if somebody folds or not. You have no control over that. Y'all, you should have folded on the turn. You didn't have the odds to draw it that flush draw. It's just none of your business. It's their money. They came to play poker. Not only can you not control if they decided to call with their flush draw on the turn when they didn't have the odds to do so, you should be happy about it. You shouldn't be upset about it. You have no control over it. It's irrelevant to you. It's irrelevant to your world. Only in the terms that it's profitable for you. Um, the question you should ask is that I have to pay him off for the river. Is that what you're upset about? Is that he got there and you paid him off the river? What are you really upset about? More importantly, though, what can you control? You can control if you get upset or not, but you can't control if someone folds or not. You have no control over their actions. Um, what cards are dealt? You have no control over that. 
So you didn't see anything better than eight deuce offsuit for three hours and you went home. I mean, oh well. That's just the law of large numbers and random distribution of cards will dictate that you will absolutely go through three hours, four hours, five hours, and you don't see anything better than eight deuce offsuit. It happens. I've had it happen to me hundreds of times. You need to sit back and fold. You need to be thankful that the game is so easy for you. You don't have any tough decisions to make. You're sitting here, you know you make an hourly rate, and even though you're not winning any hands, you're still making that hourly rate because these hours where you sit and just fold endlessly are baked into your hourly rate. So even though you're not dragging pots, you're still making an average hourly amount. And so you just fold, 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 and then one day you show up, and in a four-hour session, you get smacked with aces, kings, queens, ace, king, ace, queen, jacks, tens, nines, eights. It's like literally every fourth hand, and you're raising and raising, and soon nobody believes you. Then they start challenging, you steamroll the table, and you win ten times your buy-in, and you feel like king of the world. Well, for those days to happen, and they and those will happen too, there has to be days where you don't get dealt anything better than eight deuce offsuit for four hours. You have no control over the cards you're dealt. You can only control whether you play them or not. You also don't control what the flop, turn, or river is. We don't get mad at the dealer when they put the flush on the turn. We don't get mad at the dealer when we've made the flush on the turn and the board pairs on the river and they filled up on us. And you don't control that. You have no control over it. All you control are the decisions that you make. Focus on what you can control. You can't control what cards are going to fall. It's stupid to worry about it. It's stupid to stress about it. It's counterintuitive. It's counterproductive. You just got to let it go. Oh, God, I see this when I saw it. Uh, uh, Saturday night, I saw it. This guy at my table just lost his mind when somebody did a hit and run. If you don't know what a hit and run is, this is when somebody comes in and let's say they, you know, like in my game and the one, two game, let's say they bought him for $300 and they play for 45 minutes, an hour or so. And the next thing you know, they wound up getting in a four way pot and uh, they wind up winning and they turn their $300 into uh, suddenly they got eleven dollars or $1,200 in front of them. And then they play like five, six more hands. They rack up their chips and they leave. That's the hit and run. They took, they stacked four other people in a crazy pot. They colored up their chips and they left. And you're losing your mind over it. They should stay and play. They should give us a chance to win those chips. But no, they shouldn't. Let's go back to last week's episode. Things you can control. What can you control? You control when you leave. Do you leave when you five times you're buying? Do you leave when you're three times you're buying? Do you leave when you've lost three times you're buying? Do you leave when you're tilted? It's that's up to you when you leave. It's not anybody else's business. You came, you brought your money, you sat down at the table, you were willing to lose it, and for some reason, this you know, you know, this guy came and he was willing to lose, but he won five times his buy-in, and he's like, "I'm happy. I'm gonna color." It's fine. You don't control that, nor should you be able to control that because you don't want people controlling when you leave. Oh, this is another big one, man. I wish I had a dollar for every time something funky happened at the table. The floor was called. The floor made a ruling, and somebody at the table didn't like it, and they got in an argument with the floor, and then things, you know, spiraled, and the game is sitting there stagnant for 10 minutes. We're not playing a hand, and there's all this yapping going on, and blah, 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 blah. Get over it. You can't control that. <laughs> 
even if you know for a fact, 100%, that somewhere in here are some house rules that your local card room uses, and the floor that's working tonight came over and made a ruling that's contrary to their official rules, just get over it. Whatever the floor says goes. That's the that's the rules you agreed to play to when you showed up. When you showed up at the casino and you went to the cage and got your chips and took them in a rack over to the table and sat down, you were agreeing to play under their parameters. And their parameters are, we have a floor in charge. When something goes wrong, he comes over and he makes a ruling and that's the end of it. You don't like that? Don't come play. You don't have any control over how the floor rules in these spots like this. Don't get bent out of shape about it. Move on with your life. To that end, you don't have any control over the rules that the card room has. Uh, my card room has this weird rule. There's no betting line on the felt. There's no betting line. Your cards are your betting line. <laughs> so your cards have to always be in front of your chips. And if at any time whether you're counting chips or maybe you accidentally pulled your cards back too far and so the, your chips actually move to where they're ahead of the front edge of your cards, suddenly they're in front, that's a better call because your chips moved in front of your cards. It's a weird rule. It's the most strangest rule ever. That's the rule, though. If I want to play there, I play by their rules. And lastly, and this is kind of the flip side of one of the other things we talked about and things you can control last week, and this is something you can't control. It's the flip side of one of them. You can't control how other people treat you. Um, I find that this is especially an issue with women, and, and I'm by no means saying that uh, I don't have your back or I don't commiserate with you or I don't think the environment or set of circumstances will change for the better because I do. Um and I think it's incumbent of us if we're at a table and something's starting to go south that we do steer things in the way they should go and let whoever's out of line know that that's you know that's, this is a it's a gentleman and a gentlewoman's game and this is how we do it. Um, that being said, though, you just can't control how other people treat you. They talk down to you, or they tell you what a luck box you are, or they tell you how bad you suck at poker, or uh, any of these things. You can't control it. I mean, as long as they're not being violent to you or threatening you or throwing chips at you or, you know, something like that, and they're just talking poker table smack or whatever, uh, you just got to develop a thick skin. And you have to let things like that kind of just roll off your back. And, I, again, I it's, it's not fair, but I've seen it. Women do tend to catch the worst end of this more often than a guy does. It happens to guys, though. I mean, uh, I can tell you right now, two players that I play with on a regular basis that berate me endlessly. They just love berating everybody. Uh, so it's not just me. I mean, they'll berate anybody at the table. Um, but one of them in particular just dislikes me. So in addition to berating everybody, he goes extra hard after me. But he's good for the game. He's a bad poker player. And so I, I want him in the game. And I, I, I've mouthed off back to him once or twice. But for the most part, I just don't really say anything. And you just wish move through because I want him in the game. Um, you know, unless there's some kind of violence or threats or something involved. Just people talking smack or if they say something rude or insulting. Um, you can't control that. And unfortunately, that is the poker room environment at, at some, from time to time, especially on the juiciest times to play, which is you know, late nights, especially weekend late nights. Uh, you're just going to run into that. 
It's just one of the list of things that you can't control. I hope you took some notes. If you didn't go back and listen to it again, I think this is just as important, really, as the list of things you can control. And I think if you'll take this seriously and don't go, well, that's not really poker strategy. It's actually pretty important. (laughs) It actually very well contributes to how successful you are, how profitable you are, and how much you enjoy playing the game and what your overall approach is. And... um, could be a game changer all right we're wrapping it up don't forget lowlimitcashgames.com lowlimitcashgames.com go check that out love to have you over there there's a few slots left i put a limit on it but i know i checked earlier i think yesterday and there were slots left so uh on some tier there's some level you can join for sure would love to have you there and then advancedpokertraining.com slash low limit if you use low limit as a discount code when you catch uh, check out you save about 25%. I can't recommend that enough. All those details are down in the information or description section of this podcast and links, etc. Check that out. Subscribe so you never miss an episode, no matter what platform you use to get your podcast. And then, of course, follow me on social media. I love to hear from you. Low Limit, um, Low Limit Cash Games over on Instagram and Facebook. You can reach out to me that way. All right. Till next time, run good, play better. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.